0: What role does calling or that transcendent summons to something greater than yourself play in your development as a leader and in the hearts and minds of every person in your organization? Who is called to lead here? I'm Dr. Rob McKenna, and welcome to the Wild Conversation, everybody, where we make the best thinking in psychology, leadership, and organizational science accessible. This is what we hope accessible to leaders who are willing to learn and edit for their sake and for the sake of others. And as you know, we're continuing our series on building whole leader continuity and specifically this topic of called to something greater than yourself. Um, I want to ask you another question, just a few more questions. What would change if you knew you were called to the work you are doing every day? What would change if every person in your organization or on your team was actively considering who they might be called to serve today, even maybe some of the unlikely people. Who are you called to serve today? I do believe that as I was preparing for this week, like what what I'm about to share with you could be a game changer for some of us. And I do mean us, including myself, because calling and purpose play a key role in each of us being able to be the best version of ourselves that we could possibly be. And we also know that when the stakes are highest, we had better know why we're in it. Do you hear me? Like some of our other research on leading under pressure has actually indicated that this variable of a deeper reason we are in it as something that allows us to compose ourselves when the pressure is highest. Um, A few months ago, uh, Daniel and I had an opportunity to be a part of a conversation with a, a CEO and one of his VPs. And uh, we're in this conversation and we were looking through one of the tools in the wild toolkit called the transformational experiences audit. And this VP said something in this breakout that we just got a chance to be a part of. We don't always get a chance to do this. And the VP said, "Um, the most important experience that I want to have this year is an experience that connects me to, to the calling on my life. He said that. And, and this is what blew us away. That's not what blew us away. What blew us away. was when the CEO heard that he said this to the, he said, so-and-so I would have bet my house that you would not have said that. So it was this discerning moment where even just having that conversation where the CEO sees something and one of his key leaders saying calling is playing a role with me that he didn't know it was playing a role. And so let's, let's talk about this. Like, what does it mean to be called in the first place? Like, what is this about? Um, And I'll tell you that most definitions of calling are described this way. Calling is a transcendent summons to be or do something in your world. Calling is a transcendent summons to be or do something in your world. And think about this, a summons. It's something we hear. And it's something that we consider responding to as opposed to something we have. And, I, and some of you have heard me talk about this before, but we oftentimes hear this when we talk about calling in our current cultural context, we hear this often, this phrase, my calling. And I think words matter because that, what that communicates to me is that it's mine. It's not something I listen for. It's not a summons on my life, but it's something I have. And I think that that, that language can, can matter. It's something we hear. It's something we, we hear and we consider responding to as opposed to something we have. To serve others is the other common part of the definition of calling. It's a calling, a transcendent summons to serve others. And some of, and it's just, so think about that as a summons. And I'll say more about that in just a second. Now let's talk about purpose for just a second. Purpose is, includes things like your unique design your developmental readiness, the things about you, not just your personality, but things about you, your strengths, but also your limitations. It's inter- I always think about when I think about purpose, we understand this word when we look at Amazon products. Okay. When you look at an Amazon product, you want to know the purpose of that product. Someone sends you a link. What's the first thing you look at? I click on the reviews. I want to know, like, because I kind of may know what it does, but I want to know, like, what are people saying they use it for? Does it fit? Will it fit? Like, then I want to, then I'm always struggling to figure out how do I search in the comments? Cause I want to know what the reviewers have said that's relevant to what I'm searching for. I want to understand the purpose of this thing. What is it designed for? And so I think that's where it's important for us. When we think about it now, Amazon products are not human beings. As human beings, we have a design. We have certain things about us. We have certain things about us that are in this moment that are changing. So it's not just things that are stuck, but things that are moving around developmentally speaking. And so that purpose includes that but it also includes our determination because like in the wizard of oz story right we have a brain <laughs> we have a heart and we have a brain so what we want plays a role in that purpose and it's interesting so if you think about the relationship between calling and purpose these are important things right because if if calling is a transcendent summons from su- from su- transcendent meaning somewhere beyond myself it's very interesting to think about it, that if, if calling is a willingness to respond to a summons and purpose is that unique design. And I don't, when I say design, I don't mean just personality. Hear me when I say that. I mean, the way things are right now, including your readiness, what are the daily and practical implications for examining each of these within the context of our teams and organizations? And I think the implications are huge. It's so interesting, like to think about this. I think one of the, one of the so let me just, let me keep going. Let me just keep going. People who are called, think about that definition, are aware that they are not o- the only ones who matter. There is, there is a transcendent reason that is bigger than them to serve. And, and I will tell you this, that many are not being invited into that possibility. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's, it's, so many people are not being invited into the possibility that there might be a reason I'm here at this point in my life with the experience I've had at this point. It's, it's a part of my developmental story that could be very unique. And what if other people understood that people who are on purpose know their strengths and blind spots. They understand their impact on others, their unique skills and competencies. And they also know maybe where more work is needed to get to the other side. And think about this, an organization that is full of people of calling and purpose is an organization full of people who are editing they're listening, they're leading with intent, they're increasing in self-awareness and determination and compassion and conviction, and they're probably listening better. And people who have been invited to explore these things probably, and we found this actually is more than probably, are very likely to adapt, get ready, and handle the highest pressure moments better. So, so calling is not an esoteric conversation. It's something that's affecting us every single day. If we thought about what this is about, the calling and purpose matter. And I want, so I want to go a little bit deeper into the pool. Can I step, can I do that? I want to step deeper into the pool. Let's get out of the shallow end. let's step into that space where you're about to slip into the deep end, where the pool starts to slant slightly. Cause I want to, I want to say a couple of other things about calling. If calling is a transcendent summons, and I have four points in this part, calling is relational and interpersonal. Calling is relational, interpersonal, and that reality changes everything. Why is it relational? Because it's a summons. It's a summons from somewhere outside of us to serve, to sacrifice, and in some cases to lead. And that relational aspect of a calling means that there are persons in in play in this relationship and that the nature of the one who calls is just as important as the person being called. That 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 makeup matters. We published a research article a few years ago, um, members of my research team. And and this is one of the things that was called out. And by the way, for some of you in your, I would say, in your perspective on the world, you would say that 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 transcendent summons comes from God. And others of you would, would identify that transcendent summons in different ways. So, so understand that I, under, I I think I understand that and that they're different people from different perspectives. But let me just say one thing about this. This is a quote from this article. Whether the calling is attributed to God or an overall idea of, of a transcendent being, the caller is one who exists outside of the self. That's what we wrote. In addition, the voice of other people has often been seen as playing a role in calling. Like this is so our, our interpretation of the summons on our life is oftentimes influenced by lots of other people, right? Who play different roles in our life. It's it's a it's a relational aspect. And so it's interesting. I I think one thing that matters for many of us that we haven't considered before is what do you believe or maybe you intrinsically believe that you haven't even thought about about the nature of the person calling you? And, and I'm telling you, like, our, our statement about that matters. Like, if you want to read more about that, we'll put this in the comments. Uh, there's an article I wrote called Faith Before Work. If you want to know kind of my view on that and where what I believe about that, there's there's pieces on that that you could check out as well. But that's one thing I think that's important to understand is that it's a relational thing. This is something we do not, you don't have a calling. It's something we discern together. And And there's other problems, I think, with the concept of having one as opposed to listening for one. Number two. The second thing is this, that you matter too. <laughs> In the whole calling thing, even though it, it has certain characteristics, that you matter. It's not a nice idea to discover my... Listen, I, I wrote this down this morning. It's not a nice idea to discover my skills and competencies, or the, a nice idea to understand the lessons I've learned, or my personality, or my readiness. It's not a nice idea to understand my character and to, to get supported and surrounded. It is my duty. And my obligation to do so if I'm going to understand the nature of the call I'm receiving. Because when someone calls and asks me to come and help them load up for a dump run with my truck, because I have a truck. And if you have a truck, you get called for dump runs and dirt and dirt day, we call it right dirt all over the yard. When someone calls, they're calling because they know I have a truck. They also know I know how to drive a truck. They They know I know how to back a trailer. But many of those people also may not know that I've had a bad back. So that may, there may be some depend. it depends kinds of statements in whether or not they're asking me to help with the dump run. You hear what I'm saying? And so depending on where, where I am at this point in my own journey, that that will affect kind of the way that I respond to that call. So all those variables matter in that call. We are compelled, if this is whole leader development, to go there and enter into the process of the discovery. This is where like the tools and systems that we provide is, it's taking what we know about what the makeup of leaders. And this is why all of those things, my competence matters to my interpretation and how I respond to that call, as well as my blind spots and the things I'm not so good at. Number three, (laughs) I just, this is kind of a repeat of number one, that calling is relational and that relationship is dependent upon this two things. And it's kind of related to two and one intrapersonal awareness within you and interpersonal awareness between us and i think it's it's something that we hear and we discern and we cross examine together do you know what i'm saying like i felt you know if i felt like we have i have amazing friends in india and i just it's become an- another home for me in the world and if i said to my wife honey i think we're being called to move to hyderabad does my wife's voice into that conversation matter I hope all of you would say, yes, <laughs> please, Rob. We are going to encourage you to listen to that. Of course it does. And the last thing is this as I have said this before, is that your perception of the caller matters. Um, and so I think that the thinking about some of us have kind of, I think maybe twisted perceptions of that people would ask us to do things. It could be affecting how we, how we relate to that. So I want to give you before I finish um, I want to give you some ways that we help people. In the organizations that we serve, discern, and we would say, because we work with a lot of, <laughs> we work with a, an amazing excavation business, uh, that we excavate calling, as opposed to search for that's something that we would dig and we would continue to understand, because it's also a process that doesn't stop, right? And so um, so here's some of the questions that we ask. These are some, that if, whether you have access, there's, there's an assessment we have called the calling and purpose inventory, which helps you to begin to excavate this. That that starts to connect into other parts of my development. But here are some of those fundamental questions What is the calling on your life and work? Specifically, and if you want to know what I mean by specifically, let me ask you some other questions. This is what the tool does, and it's like these are hard questions. But as we begin to dig and discern, next question Who are the people you're called to serve? It's so funny. That is a question I know that every one of you is thinking. That's a good question, (laughs) but it's one that we don't, we don't immediately have an answer to, which makes it kind of even better, right? Who are we called to serve? Maybe some, even some unlikely people. What might you have to, here's it. I'm going to get a little more controversial. What might you have to sacrifice in order to respond that call? We don't get asked that very much today. (laughs) What might we have to sacrifice to actually answer that call? Because there are calls I might receive or the things that I'm supposed to do and respond to that. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I think that's, that is fundamentally a reality, maybe half the time. Uh, what? Here's another question on the more hopeful side. What potential would open up for you and for others if you did, if you responded to that call? And then another question is this, is who is influencing it? Who are the people that are speaking into your life that are that are even chiseling away at this and giving you the feedback that you need? That isn't just saying like, you're amazing, but saying you're amazing. And here's some things I think you should ask yourself. But let me ask you about, let me tell you about the purpose side, because this is important, right? The fact that I own a truck matters when someone calls. Okay, so here are some questions about purpose that I think are really important in that conversation about calling. What is your specific purpose? And if you want to know what I mean by that, here's some more questions. What is it that you can't help but do well? I would add something, I didn't even write this down, but like, if people bring you onto their team, what are they going to have to put up with? Like, what are some of the things you don't do well? You know what I mean. It's a part of that. Um, what is your unique contribution to teams or other institute or situations where you show up? I think we should all know this. Wouldn't it be amazing if everybody knew this and they were sharing this and we were getting better together? Uh, there's another question we ask in this: What are your accomplishments? Because it's interesting to give yourself permission to say, "What have I accomplished that might tell me about what I'm like as that Amazon product?" You know what I'm saying? Like, what have I successfully achieved, not for the sake of like building us up, but saying like, I kind of could understand what I'm good at. And then the last thing is this, and this is, this is an issue of intent is what do you want next? And th- that may be in, in conflict with, or resonate with the calling on your life at this point in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you may be called to something that you don't want. I think that is fully possible. I don't know in my own life. Can you get, I mean, I just think that's possible, right? We may be called to something. We're like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Still might be the right thing for us and others. When we know the purpose for which we have been designed and what we might learn, we move with incredible intent. It impacts everything. We're no longer an organization telling the same old story. What would change if we understood ourselves, our strengths, our blind spots, we were supported, we understood the experiences that have shaped us, our personalities and our character, and we were listening for that transcendent summons. As my dad always said that he would, my dad, like all kinds of David McKenna quotes, but he'd always say to me, he'd say, Rob, it's just to abide in the call with an openness to being called elsewhere. It's just interesting. That's the way, that was, that's my dad's philosophy on life. And so I'm excited. What would change in our organizations if we were discerning this conversation together? I think it has really practical day-to-day implications as well. So let's go. Thank you for listening to this wild conversation to join our live wild conversation on Fridays, visit our website at wildleaders.org backslash wild conversation and subscribe to this podcast for regular whole and intentional leader development conversations. Have a great day.